everyone welcome back to another episode of the life transformational self-help production i am your host wilhelmina my topics of discussions are coming from a few books that i am still writing and are completing from over the course of a period of time one in which i'm sharing is titled signs of having demonic spirits biting your back also there will be episodes which i will be presenting as a part of this podcast which is not a part of this book, but as Holy Spirit fills me with his knowledge, I will be presenting these episodes and new ones. And also, our children, Volumes Corner, will have new episodes dedicated to serving our children through my Bible Inspirations for Children. I hope that you're having a spectacular 2022. If not, I'm praying that these episodes will bring great joy, peace, love, and forgiveness. Not only forgiveness from God, but forgiveness of yourself. And I hope it brightens up your day. First of all, I want to acknowledge that um, the music in the background is um, Tasha Cobb Leonard. Um, and the song is titled Gracefully Broken. It is not my music. Um, and you will hear music playing in the background that um, I have no rights to. The title of this episode is, this is part two of Stuck. In my previous episode, I shared with you reasons why you may be stuck and a remedy for becoming unstuck. Now we're going to continue to open up the possibilities of you being free of it or developing a solution for working through and causing your situation to flourish into something you thought would be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. This is found in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. This is what God promised us. It's an expected end to whatever you're expecting and you're asking God for. Just open up and receive it in the name of Jesus. This scripture spews out the heart of what God desires for us. His thoughts are not our way of thinking. To blame God for something that we are to blame for causing harm to ourselves is a selfish act on our behalf. Just like in the story Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve didn't take accountability for their own actions. Their reply was, from Adam, he blamed God for the woman he gave him. And Eve, she thought enough to say the serpent tricked her. Here's the proof in the story. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldn't not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. 
genius the serpent tricked me or deceived me this is found in the book of genesis chapter 3 verses 9 through 13 be accountable for the way that you think as well as for your actions if you're unhappy blame yourself because it is only what you allow when you haven't any boundaries set it is not the other person's fault that you're in the predicament that you're in yeah they may have contributed to your pain but are not responsible for you remaining in that pain you have to set boundaries so You've gotten yourself trapped into a way without a way out. Think about this. The way that you perceive your situation becomes the outcome of either your demise or your breakthrough with a breakout and freedom. Your way of escape has a lot to do with first, your obedience. Second, your beliefs about what our God will do for you. And oh yeah, let's not forget your attitude about your situation plays an important role in whether freedom would be released or you will remain stuck. God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scaffold, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us up open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. This scripture is found in the book of Hebrews 4, verses 12-13. Meaning that your mindset has to change for your situation to change or be seen differently. Our thinking has a lot to do with us being stuck. That's the reason why some of us are in unwanted relationships, which God didn't have any doing of approving. One thing I can speak of, which is true, God has given each of us the spirit of discernment. Some of us choose to not listen to the auctioning of what our spirit is discerning. Because all we could think about at that moment is how we are emotionally feeling. Going up, down, and around and around, like an emotional roller coaster. These things happen when you're engulfed or taken over, saturated, and consumed with self, which becomes the byproduct of sin, and which keeps you feeling not so well when you're around that situation or that person whether it's a good or bad feeling if you had to sneak to get hitched or hide what you thought was a discernment from God and what you believe as to be truth then you're deceiving yourself because that which is truth doesn't need to be hidden from others or from God when God speaks it it would be where others will know and celebrate with you. It will be a blessing. With God knowing our every thought and you being stuck, which is your own doing, take into consideration that it takes you to consult God about the choices you have made before you make them. And now that you're stuck, 
It takes you doing your part in listening and following his instructions to help you with getting unstuck. Those who are wedlocked must consult God for discernment about how to contribute to making your marriage a beautiful partnership and start working on you by reading the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. To better understand how to love her or him which you have started out beautifully with. Marriage is a partnership. Two lives coming together in agreement to love, cherish, and serve one another. A promise when both of you stood before God and as you were making that vow. God honors marriage and God could and he will restore your love for one another when you ask him to. You are keeping it a secret from God. This is for those who has secretly got married and you thought you were keeping it a secret from others and also because you were going against what God said when he said no this is not the one or not yet but in reality it never was a secret because God discerned it in your heart the moment in which you thought about it God already knew before you made that choice for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. This is found in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. So you see it's telling you right here in scripture that God already discerned your thoughts and he knows your intent. He knows your heart. He knows your spirit. So it is something that is not hidden. A lot of times we're the reason for being in something we thought we wanted or desired, but God kept saying no. Do you remember that tap you felt on your shoulders or that thought not to proceed? That is God speaking, saying no. Pause, hold up. This is not what I have for you. This is not what you ask of me. You ask for the best. No, you better not turn left or just thinking out loud, no. And it's just screaming at you. But you have no on mute. And you decide to do it anyway it is what you wanted and based upon your emotions you shut everything out so let me help you with this a whole lot I mean you won't really have to waste any more time on this once aren't always healthy for you in part one of my previous episode I shared about how I wanted that relationship with him so much that I entered into a spiritual coma for almost three years not seeing anything and it almost caused me to have a nervous breakdown and I was physically and emotionally and mentally devastated 
for those who are married, you might have experienced this same type of devastation. It could be that the person may have went out and they cheated on you or or um, they're not spending enough time with you. Um, they begin to, to distance themselves from you. But then arguments start and it leads to name calling, which is usually unpleasant. And I want you to really think about this. Every word that you speak against your spouse, which isn't uplifting, is a destructive, negative attack on your marriage. Not only mentally, physically, and emotionally, but also spiritually. And oh, what you can't see behind the scenes, things being done in the spirit, they will hurt you, and not only you, your spouse too so it hurts the marriage cripples your marriage so whoever made up sticks and stones may break my bones but words can't hurt or won't hurt me really didn't understand what they were saying because words can hurt and have a long-lasting negative effect or an impact on your outcome in the future Words live and breathe as we do. Although we can't see where our words may be flowing, and believe me, words are traveling, but in different ways to reach the person it is meant for, whether spoken well up or not. Words flow. Whatever you have spoken negatively about your spouse or anyone, there's a demon writing on it. Therefore, that makes it demonic spirits riding your back. It's always a spirit behind what we say. That's what's controlling your emotions. To get better clarity, there are two realms that you must understand. One we live in which is the physical realm which is what you can see and there is the one you must pay closer attention to because it is more detrimental to your spirit's well-being because spiritually you are unable to see what's going on in that realm and the bible speaks of this being important because what we can't see is what is going to have the lasting effect upon us is what's going to be permanently sealed this is where your most important connection is happening as i have previously explained the physical realm is what you can see and the spiritual realm is filled with things we can't see and it is the place where the enemy uses his crafty tools to distract us from our purpose Meaning, this is his way of using our five senses. For example, thoughts, eyes, that's our eye gates, and emotions are things that he used. He gains access to our thoughts through our emotions, causing us to have distorted thoughts about ourselves and making us think of ourselves as being less than what God says and think we are. Also, in our thought process, he gains access to us um, being able to 
harm others with our words which goes into the spirit realm and you can't take it back so carefully read Genesis chapter 2 through 3 and you will find out that distorted thinking began with Adam and Eve distorted thinking is negative thoughts coming from another source other than God and it has no truth this is a crafty tool that the devil uses to distract us from our purpose so we can't see our senses we only know to act on impulse with them so if you no longer desire to be used as the enemy puppetry here are some solutions to help you get unstuck number one to have any kind of power over the enemy you must know where to get or seek after the power which is in him and what power is this no other source is greater than it this power could blast annihilate i mean permanently all evil that comes up against us it's the ultimate destruction which stands alone who is this dunamis power when i speak dunamis it is like dynamite Here he is, Holy Spirit, who is a person. He is the Spirit of God, manifesting himself as our intercessor. He's the one who is in there, is there in our times of need. He's the one to help us overcome being stuck in any situation. Such as some situation you may have with could be fornication or it could be a problem with lusting over things that you don't need um hoarding which could harm you and it could be even indulging in food and indulging in evil deeds like murder sexual immorality um drugs and alcohol holy spirit will fill you up with confidence Courage, faith, belief, hope, trust that God be your only sufficient source and he's enough. And he is our only source. These are our birthrights. So if you're feeling entitled, this is our right to be at this moment because God has given us all of this at the before we were even thought of and as Jesus stayed on the cross completing God's plan for us receiving God's Holy Spirit could be the best decision you'll ever make in your life he gives you a peace of mind he delivers you out of, of things that you have no desire to continue fulfill he is comfort he can give you peace of mind he is the ultimate support for helping you to live out this life and live it out pleasingly fulfilled without him it would be challenging for you to stop sinning 
he is a sustainer, meaning he could keep you seeing overall above sea level, keeping you afloat, not sinking in your sins. I mean deep in your sins. He keeps you in the now, meaning that you stay where right where you are, thinking in that moment, not not ahead and not behind. Because that is where he moves. Anything other than this becomes sin, meaning delaying gratification and or puts you into something which is meant for a later time, causing you to become unconscious. Some of your relationships is like this, meaning that the person may be the right person God chose for you, but it may not be the right time because it's not the right time and it didn't line up with God's timing which would have been in his na- in the now, it makes it where your your relationship is complicated, is suffering, suffering because you did not wait for God to complete whatever it is with that person. So this caused you to become unconscious, uh, unaware of um, that this wasn't the time for you to do this and to be patient and wait. God knows what's best for us. So we ought to listen to what he's saying. That's what I mean about his discernment. We have that same ability to discern what it is, but because we don't want to wait, that's why we suffer. And some of us are suffering in silence. God's timing is now zero to five seconds the moment you heard his voice defines when you are to move it's time for a reflection on how your life has been going and which direction you are headed give this a lot of thought about how pleasant beautiful and prosperous your life will be when you begin to choose the kingdom of heaven being with God and in his presence over self And some of us don't even like self. And that's because of the choices that we make. And we don't carefully think it out. You have to think before you speak. And when we think of it, you have to really make sure that you know that you know that it's coming from God. Ponder upon what could be and not what if because what ifs could only take you so far. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 62. So you have to know that you know this, like I was just saying. This is what we call faith. Our whole life is based upon faith. Therefore, we should be walking by faith. Ponder upon what is more important than your destiny. That is keeping you, what is, was keeping you stuck in the past. But choosing to accept now keeps you moving forward into an abundant future. 
Hopefully this brings some clarity to why you may be stuck. All you have to do now is pray this prayer with me sincerely and you will receive salvation, forgiveness of your sins, and Holy Spirit as your guide, comforter, sustainability, protector, deliverer, peace, love, and your joy. Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hope and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase in you. I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of, a, of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old way of life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and to receive Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our still promise from Jesus. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This can be found in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. His Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping this sin-infected world and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. Today, if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go, now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God because right now you can see the way that the world is going. But you want to make sure you take advantage of this opportunity to receive him while he's near. If you're still thinking that what you've done in the past that has not worked for you will work for you now and for your future, think again because you can't pull from your past to add to what God has for you now. What God has for you now in stays in the now because that is where God is moving and looking back hinders your prosperity and makes you not fit for the kingdom. As I have um, read the scripture um, about no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is found in Luke chapter 9 verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive Holy Spirit. Well now is 0 to 5 seconds the moment you've decided to listen to this message became your appointed time as you were listening in on this podcast episode and if it seem evil unto you to serve the lord choose ye this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the amorites in whose land ye dwell but as for me and my house we will serve the lord this is found in the book of joshua chapter 24 verse 15 reflecting over your life you may come to a point where it's time for you to rethink and do some soul searching to change what you're 
used to doing. If things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control, it means that it is time for you to come out of the conference of rebellion, fear, doubt, worry, shame, unbelief, and all negativity that have made a home with you and has made a home in your subconscious state of mind is no longer security but a stunt to your prosperity and growth. Just breathe in slowly and then step out on your faith with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is a way of choosing defeat over victory. And it is your way of saying, I'm going to keep my foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me and have my fun too. Taking this type of risk could cause you to miss the rapture this is double-minded thinking remember a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways you are accountable for the choices you make whether it has been in the past or the present and you have no one else to blame for that choice or decision but yourself don't allow the enemy to deceive you with double-minded thinking this isn't possible so stop thinking and listening to the enemy's lies and just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father he will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John chapter 8, verse 44. You can't serve God and man. You can't worship two gods at the same time loving one another one god you'll end up hating the other adoration of one feeds contempt for the other you can't worship god and money both this is found in the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 24 but choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what god has planned for your life could become the darkest day of your life and cost you more than physical things which may seem of importance but the greatest of them all in eternity to go back to your rightful place which is with god in heaven if you're looking for truality this is what is to come then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth which, from which it came, and your spirit and soul will be returned to God, and there will your spirit stand before God, waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. Your spirit and soul makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Don't wait too long before making the decision because that decision could make your residency permanent in hell, the one place that no one wants to be. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies, and to choose sin is to stop, step out of line, alignment headed towards death and is choosing to die not only physically mentally emotionally but also spiritually for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord this is found in the book 
of Romans chapter 6.23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any habitual things which seems out of character such as sexual immorality, any type of sex outside of marriage, adultery, having any type of sexual relationships or relations with others outside of your marriage, your marriage is a covenant or a partnership between you and the one you decided or chose to be in covenant with. Homosexuality falls under sexual immorality. It is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex if you are living under the same roof, sleeping in the same bed. It is a type of shacking up, fornication, which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body. And if you are desiring to or have already entered into a marriage with the same sex, it is still shacking up fornication and papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom. And another nasty habit is gossip, talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter in or to belittle or bully that person and the list can go on etc etc these are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back it's time to break the sin cycle you know that saying you are what you eat meaning physically meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit soul and body so your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you. Therefore, your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally. Meaning your desires. You will become whatever you give your attention to. Meaning that whatever you entertain, his spirit will come to live inside of you. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. Like I have mentioned in previous episodes that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen spirit and soul is forever or permanent. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. See, this is what I was talking about earlier, that we have to be careful what we think and what we do, what we speak. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. The most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart and it is a new spirit by receiving a spiritual transplant, meaning to change your mind. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of John chapter 3, verse 5, and this is a time when he was talking to... Um, Nicodemus, because Nicodemus had a question about how can we be um, reborn? 
um, is it a, can we go back into our mother's womb and and um, but Jesus is uh, clarifying that you must be born of the water and the spirit meaning that you must be water baptized and not only water baptized but you must also be filled with Holy Spirit who gives you the power to live a holy life Receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stand firm and be erect and being watchful and, and knowing, staying connected to the main source, which is God. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them a cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance this is found in the book of acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4 you know like in algebra you have an equation and it has the steps you must follow to obtain the solution in other words completing the equation Believing plus water baptism plus receiving Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keep us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory this is found in the book of ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 through 14 jesus is the only connection to eternal life your heart your new heart helping you in making a rapture and getting you into heaven you may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free yes it does take it takes 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and His Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home. And it doesn't make us who we are, but transports from us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with His Holy Spirit, and His Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving His Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way he is your way for being kept your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty for those of you who believe in jesus and are living the christian life believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without his spirit holy spirit residing in you without his holy spirit you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary the devil Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with His Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is 
extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask with God. It's life without limits. It's all things possible. Now that you have some clarity about how the whole how the Holy Spirit operates in its connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow his Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and The Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and also the song Cycles by Jonathan Reynolds to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and have them download, register to listen. If you or they are, would like to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite, follow, and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You'll receive notifications of new published episodes. Thank you. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.